Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Discombobulated. I never here after you. I well, was shocked. I was shocked mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, walk in, mm-hmm. and not because you are late, not because you're always late. It's just mm-hmm. I am always here early, mm-hmm, fretting. I got preparing. stuck outside the door with no way in. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, yeah. And I'm famous, just so you know. Stuck outside the door, sitting on the street. A famous person never happens. A celebrity. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. What did you do? It with was yourself? like open season. All the smokers outside our window there were like, Is that? Oh my God. Look, after leaving Loser, she's become a transient. She can't afford oh, no. a place to stay. Yeah. Thanks, Manis. Thanks a lot. Oh, so this, I'm, I'm sorry. This is about you. Narcissist. Not no. I not only that, I showed up and I was very concerned not to see you. Concerned and early, by the way. Well, really early. I showed up a little early, 15 minutes early. And then I said to Jake, where's Manus? And <laughs> did, did it take you 15 minutes to figure out I wasn't here? Yes. Or you said that right away? Yes. Well, it took us 15 minutes to figure out where you were. <laughs> that I because wasn't here. Jake, Jake said, well, usually she gets here early and she sets up all her stuff. And I said, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no. And then we started looking around, huh, Jake? And so we started, we were like, well, Sherlock and Watson. <laughs> So we started using our deductive powers. You went to the kitchen. Well, we tried to call you, and you didn't answer your phone. Oh. We left you a message. Which was disturbing. We left you a message. Yeah. Oh, because I still had it on on the vibrate from the plane. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And then, so then, we saw a mystery bag. In, in the desk out front, huh, Jake? Which Jillian describes as just ugly enough to be Janice's. It was. <laughs> it was just ugly enough to be yours, but it was like a it was like a pleather bag, and normally I you see. have like a Canadian hiking backpack. Yes, I so, see it. But then we went through that person's bag, because there's no one there, and tried to deduce <laughs> if it was yours. And we saw an iPhone, and we were like, and Jake goes, no, there's an iPhone in there. And I go, she does have an iPhone. I got her an iPhone, because you used to have that tragic flip phone, and That's it embarrassed right. me. But he said, because you're famous. He said, you're no, no, Jill. Her iPhone would be in that big plastic case with an antenna booster on her belt clip. And I said, Jake, you're right. That's not hers. So then we we kept going through all of our scenarios. Yeah, yeah. And we deduced that you were, in fact, not here and hadn't been here. (laughs) I'm glad you got that part figured out. Yeah. After going through everything and looking to see if anybody had fiddled with the candy jar. No, in the same place it was first thing in the morning. Yeah. And I said, I said, oh, my God. And I was like, what are we going to do? And I was like, the show the show can't go on without Manus. Just because I have to write down the numbers, the numbering well, that system. that wasn't exactly what we were thinking. We were thinking it, it won't be funny without you to pick on. It just wouldn't be fun. But now I'm here for you to pick on. Then it would just have to be informative, <laughs> which is such a bore. No, but you're good with the informative. But you all, I must admit, I must admit you know, like we put together little promos, yeah. and I have laughed, burst out loud laughing many times as of late yeah. with your promos because th- you've been um, you've been on fire as of late. I am so- fine. quite saucy. I'll have to say you've been saucy. Yeah, quite saucy. Mm-hmm. And I've also experienced, despite the fact that you've been late and you've had a bad morning, I find that I've been having a, a series of events that shouldn't happen to famous people all week long. Oh, so this is the capper then, to be left outside on, yes, the, street on the street of Los Angeles. Yes. Outside a recording studio, which, you know, you, we are. locked, people. 
it's we, locked. You got to buzz in, and there's no manis here. No, we are in. in the heart of the entertainment industry, uh-huh. right here, where yep. we are. Mm-hmm. This is the, this is right. it. You can't get bigger than this. Imagine seeing Michelle Obama locked outside of a studio. <laughs> Michelle Obama. That's right. Is she any real? She's my peer. Yes. I too am a the Obamas. Yes, absolutely. Imagine seeing that. You just wouldn't see it. You wouldn't see it. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Out of all the peers to choose, you chose Michelle Obama. Obama? You said Obama. I said Obama. I heard Obama. Obama. Did you? Maybe I just. Okay, I've lost my mind. Hit the bottle, eh? (laughs) No. Relapse. That's why you're late. (laughs) I knew it. It wasn't the plane at all. No, I. You've fallen off the wagon. No. 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 News. Obama. You said Obama. No. Mm-hmm. I have no. Mm-hmm. My, the reason I have a reason why I'm late, but let's continue on as to oh, you why do. you are a celebrity. Sure, you, you do. Help me. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah. Wasn't so there a show it, about that? Yes, there was. It failed miserably, <laughs> but there was. And it, like so, uh, yeah. I don't understand it. I, I I don't understand what's happening to me. Why Why are you late? I'd love to hear it. All right. In a nutshell, uh-uh. YVR, the Vancouver International Airport, uh-uh. is 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 poor. So they don't hire enough security staff. Poor. It's like one of the wealthiest countries in the Western Hemisphere. But they built the airport for the Olympics and nobody's using it. So I've heard from the gentleman I sat beside. Uh-huh. That's what he told me. And I believe him. Uh, they oh, they spend a lot of money anyway, so there's not enough security. So they had millions of people uh-uh. going on tr- uh, vacation out of Vancouver this morning and there was one person putting through bags. Everybody was late, so we're all on the plane. He said, well, we're going to wait a little while. So I said, well, i gotta, I got to go down. Jillian Michaels is, is sitting on the sidewalk waiting right. for me. exactly. So we were late leaving. Did you explain here. that? I, did, I didn't go up to the pilot and explain that. I didn't. But now in hindsight, I should have. And maybe he would have said, oh, Sugar, sugar, shoot, we better get on the way on the way. Right. So anyway, we were late leaving YVR, which hence it screwed everything up. Why is there a Y in front of the V? What's a Vancouver V? All airports in Canada have a Y. Why? Uh, um, I don't know. Why? I'm going to be my son now. Why? (laughs) You know, I don't know, but everyone is. Why? There's YYC, YY. This is what I live with all day long, by the way. Why? (laughs) Does he really? Oh, what? Just try to follow it. Why? <laughs> because that's the way it, th- that that happens. Why? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, all the way. I, I find that I just I hit a wall. I hit the singularity. We go all the way back to the Big Bang theory, and I run out of answers. <laughs> Let's feed the fish. Why? They're hungry. Why? Because living things have to eat. Why? Because God designed a system of organic uh, recycling. Why? Well, because this is the way the universe sustains itself. Why? I mean, we're all the way back to the beginning. And oh, I find that, no. once again, it's a chicken and an egg conversation. Oh, I don't have the answer. Sweet little Why? boy. Why? Why? But the least, the, I hand it to you, you're answering him. You I started trying. just making stuff up, though. You have to. Like, I really did. He's like, he's like, I'll be like, buddy, we got to get in the car. Why? <laughs> we got to go to camp. Why? I'm like, because if we don't go to camp, the sky will fall. Why? I mean, all day long. And I'm like, well, if the sky falls, then the dogs are going to be really upset yeah. because it's going to bear down on them and they won't be able to bark as loud. Why? I mean, it just I just start making things up all day. Like, Does he, he understand anything you I say? I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell. I can't tell. I really can't. But I'll tell you the things that you would presume he doesn't understand like, he had this mashed up piece of pumpkin bread that he was holding on to. Ooh, in those baby hands? And those gummy little hands. And I, mm. I was going to put him in my car, and I was like, okay, buddy, put this down, and let me wipe you off, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I told Heidi, I'm like, throw that away. And, like, it had been in his gummy little hand for, like, 30 minutes. He'd stopped eating. And she's like, no, he's going to remember. I was like, he won't remember. He doesn't even know it's there. He's not eating it. It's just gross. Get rid of that little mashed up piece of repulsiveness. And she's like, I'm not going to do it. So Heidi, right, is driving home with it in an open napkin. It's in the backseat. And he goes, so he's like, pumpkin bread. And they go, I threw it away. Why? No. And she looks at me. And flips me the bird. <laughs> and you know what it did? It drove all the way home with its pumpkin bread and its little paw and didn't eat it. It just stunk up the whole, yeah, and smeared it all over everything. 
What is with that? What is oh, with the kids. kids with the thing in the hand and the, the smelly the hand? You open up a ba- like a little baby. Stink balls. Cute little thing. Little you open stink up that monsters. hand, it's like. Stink a lot of misses. Goat ass. Yep. Stink oh, balls. Man, I stink. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. How did we get here? Oh, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> so you were late. Uh-huh. Yes, I was late leaving the air. Usually this this flight is timed. I have this route uh-huh. timed to perfection. Uh-huh. Should have been here last night, eh? I know, but uh, my, my doggy lady. So, hey, I have something to add. Speaking of doggy ladies, not about my doggy lady, but I was remiss. Remember last week we mm, talked yeah. about my hiking tips? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, okay, but I have something to add, which I was remiss because Millie and I ran into a bear yesterday. A Literally. Real one? Yeah, like from here to that white car out there, that's how close he was. And I was like, mm. and I saw 30 him. feet, people. Yeah. And I Maybe saw his back feet. and I went, oh, Millie, Millie, come here. And so w- when you're with that, if you hike with a dog, you have to have certain things with a dog. But anyway, the bear stood up. And I thought, oh, and when I re- read about bears, that doesn't mean he's going to try to kill you. That just means he's smelling. He's standing up. He was right, actually quite right on his hind, like this. It was just like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I just went, Millie, let's just stand here and we'll wait. No, you're not supposed to wait. You're supposed to go, get away, big bear. Well, no, but get away, big bear. <laughs> no, but, but I, first of all, I let him smell me because then he, and if he was going to start to approach me, then I go, oh, get away, big bear. But yeah. he looked, he, you could see him smelling in the air. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. And then he just got back down on his horse. That's the smell that Jake and I were looking for this morning. So then he ran off. And he, Jake, he ran off. And then, shocker. And then, <laughs> yep. and then I turned around and left. We didn't go any further. Uh-huh. I turned around, but all the way, all the way when we were walking back to the car, yep. I kept on hearing this. <laughs> I thought Yogi's after me. Yogi's coming, but there was no Yogi. But anyway, anyway, my, to finish off this, mm-hmm. when you are hiking with your dog, there's mm-hmm. some things you should. T- I know this. You're sick of this topic, but I was, I was remiss in not saying this. Yep. You need a little treats in case they get hungry. You need extra water for your dog unless they can drink from a flowing stream. It's got to be moving, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like moving water. Yep. And take uh, something in case they cut their feet. Look how bored you are. <laughs> There's these little booties. They look like little condoms. You you dog bring all condoms. this stuff, but do you, do you bring a, like a bear spray? Or? Yes. Okay. okay. Oh, Jake spray, was Jake wasn't whistle. there. He wasn't. He had left. You know why? Because you work for that other homo, Lance Bass. <laughs> so you leave our show. To go work for that queer. I was like, what are you going to that homo show for? Yeah. There's a perfectly good homo show right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. that's why you don't know about bear spray, bear whistle. That's right. You missed it all. Look what you've been missing out on. Anyway, that's that's what I wanted to add that I was remiss. Okay. So, just so you know. And a, and a good bungee leash. Okay. Now. Did you want to know anything else about my morning? And now, did you have anything else about being well, a? I thought uh, we'll come a, back and I'll, sh- I'll share my week. A torrid. What's that word mean again? Torrid. Yeah. Torrid. Terrible. Horrible. I'm a terrible Tragic. celebrity. No, your torrid what? experience, isn't it? As a celebrity, maybe torrids to do with sex. I think that a torrid dictionary. A torrid dot sex com. affair. Subject to parching or burning heat. What the no, F are you talking no, it's about? about sex. Sorry. Passionate. You weren't being passionate ardent. on the street. I'm a passionate celebrity. Oh, Lord. This is a very strange... Uh, this is a... What is a segment uh, one? <laughs> I don't know, dude. You were late, and then everything's been off kilter. I know. I'm sorry. <sighs> well, I'm spitzing. We I should take a break. Menopause. It menopause must be because you're torrid. I'm torrid. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. take a break. I'll right. come back. We'll come back. We'll and make so it about me, which is what it's supposed to be. I'm so sorry. Australia, guess what? I'm coming down under, bringing my live show, Maximize Your Life. Tickets are on sale right now. We're opening in Brisbane at the QPAC on Friday, October 24th. And then we hit Perth, Melbourne, and Sydney. All the details can be found at www.jillianmichaelslive.com. There's going to be inspiration, information, entertainment. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. Do not miss it. And we'll see you there. My life is tragic, you know. Well, not as tragic as yours, but my life is tragic, and it's not. But I'll let you continue. No, tis, tis. You take the cake, so so to you, my life looks glamorous. Yes. But it is fairly tragic. But somewhere, 
in the last couple of weeks, it's entered like a next level, like Seinfeld-esque meets Larry David meets Bridget Jones, like beyond. So I'm, I go, right, you know, we just moved into this new house. Yes, I've, heard, I've I've read about it all over the news, apparently. Oh. Everybody knows. Yeah. Like, jerks. Yeah, what happened? Anyway. You can't, be because the, I don't know, someone sold the story. My God, I was just like, really? I know. Leave her alone. It was just bizarre. No, I agree. I know what your bathroom looks like. I know. And I've never even been over to your house. <laughs> no. Anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, so, it, uh, so... So I'm in, we're in the new house and, and, you know, we bought it for the property and the house is like, needs some, some work. And since you've seen the bathroom, you should know. It looks like the, like a 1970s grotto from a motel in was... like Waikiki. It's pretty, yeah, it's fascinating. So anyway, we had to like repair the septic tank and you know Malibu, you got to deal with all this baloney to replace the septic tank. So we had to repair the septic tank. So I walk into my daughter's room. And I don't know if we talked about this. I got a new dog right. to sleep with Lou. So, because she, the other dogs were used to sleeping with us. They didn't want to sleep with her. So, we got a new oh. dog to sleep with Lou. And it's been helping her because he sleeps in her room. And it makes her, she doesn't wake up screaming or come into our room or nothing. She, as long wow. as Duke is there, she's happy. And um, so, I go into her room one morning. And I had to go to Canada, right? I had to go to Toronto for one night. I come home and um, and I missed, like, if there was any sort of buildup to this stink from hell, I had missed it. So I come home. My daughter's asleep. The next morning I go in to wake her up. And there's a stench like a thousand corpses have vomited in her room. I'm just like, what in the name of God is Aww. this smell, right? So I'm like, Lou, honey, what is it? And she's like... I don't know, Mama. It's awful. I was like, why didn't you come out? She's like, I didn't know I could. And I was like, of course you can come out. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm looking around. I'm trying to see if the dog had gone to the bathroom. Looking. I call. It's like it's downstairs. I call the septic guys. And I'm like, it's Saturday, of course. This stuff always happens on a Saturday, right? So I like a 911 emergency to call the septic guys. And I'm like, something has died. I was like this, you know, literally it's like a blend of a marriage of like skunk raw sewage, you know, 1000 diapers burning a light in the ninth circle of hell. Like something is just so foul and wrong in Denmark. Like you must come immediately. We can't breathe. So we're all sitting like outside the house, (laughs) you know, this guy comes and going through everything and he's like well this one vent was left open and he's like pour water because you should feel like apparently if you have bathrooms what, that don't mean a vent was left open like on a... this we have a septic tank at, on this uh, house right so i guess it's like they left some sort of vent open oh, okay, i don't gotcha, know what gotcha. but then he's like if you have a septic tank um you have to do you have bathrooms you don't use and we don't really use lou's bathroom like the shower or the sink she she showers and takes baths in our bathroom so he's like, or the shower in the downstairs bathroom. So we start running the water, which is a bummer because California is in a drought. So I'm like, all right, we, we run, the, we waste water. Or we all die of, you know, toxic poisoning. So anyway, it still smells, right? So in one area, just in well, her it's, room. It's, it's downstairs too, but her room is like the sort of origin <laughs> of the stench. You know, like that closet in Poltergeist. So the whole house was sort of like, you know, the whole house was haunted, but the closet was the real hot spot in Poltergeist. Okay. Do you remember that? It formed like a gateway to hell. So Lou's room was sort of like this, the center, the hot spot for the stench. So Heidi, and, and granted, I did go to get her shoes and it smelled worse in the closet. So, and it's a sliding little glass door, right? Very 1970s. Yeah. So we slide the door and I go to get her shoes and I'm like, gee, oh my God, like I almost get knocked out. And Heidi, so later in the day, I was like, you got to go put those shoes away. I just can't. So Heidi goes upstairs and I hear her go, oh my God. Oh no. Yeah. So listen to this. So there's a closet, right? And in Lou's little slide closet, that's like maybe a foot and a half of depth, right? For her little clothes on the floor. There's a weird little door. And the door goes into a storage area, and the storage area goes into the attic. And the door is like Alice in Wonderland time. It's for a hobbit. 
Like, I don't even know, you know, it's not even like an attic. It's like, you know, where the the piping and the, all the pipes and the air ducts and all the crap. The dog had, in the middle of the night, had been worming his way into her closet, going through the hobbit door, so, scooting his way through the storage area, climbing into the attic and crapping his brains out. There were about what? six piles of diarrhea in the, and I, so I'm in, I'm in the attic cleaning dog diarrhea, gagging and hiding. And wait a minute, you're a celebrity. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Can you see Angelina Jolie cleaning up diarrhea in her attic or Michelle Obama or Julia Roberts? I don't think so. Oh, no. Let's be. I mean, Wait a let's be fair. Where <laughs> was your assistant? Even if we were to go down to that D-level celebrity where I pro- prominently reside, I don't even see like Spencer from the Hills cleaning diarrhea <laughs> out of his out of his attic, right? Shouldn't there be? Where was my assistant? Good question. Where was your terrible assistant? That's right. I don't know. I don't know. And 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 the thing is, actually, you know, the thing is, my assistants would have done it. That's the thing. But then I would have been sued. So I decided that somebody had to do it. So I'm in there cleaning them. I'm th- and you know where Heidi is? Outside in the storage thing with her cell phone flashlight going, pointing out the piles. There's one over there. Over there. Flashing the light on it. Flashing the light on it. And I was like, is this really my life? And it is. And the thing is, I think people don't understand like how truly normal I actually am and how badly my life does suck on a day-to-day basis. But that, it doesn't stop there. Then there's another moment where I had to take my mom to the doctor. She she had to have a little a surgery, a little procedure. And I have to take her to the doctor to get her sort of checked up. And yeah. I'm sitting there and the doctor looks at me. This is so embarrassing. This was one of the... And, he looks at me and I'm wearing a t-shirt, like one of my one of my punk rock t-shirts from like 1980s, right? So it's a dirty rotten imbeciles t-shirt. And this conservative doctor looks at me and he's like, "What's on your t-shirt?" Like I'm a 15-year-old and I was like, "It's a it's a punk rock shirt from from the 80s." And he's like, "Dirty rotten imbeciles?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, <laughs> "Okay." And I was like, "Well, okay." And my mom's like, "Stop fighting with the doctor." <laughs> so I was like, "What's the matter with you, dude?" I'm, you know, I'm a 40-year-old adult like i'm not a teenager wearing a shirt you don't like like and so so anyway he's given me these looks right and then he goes you have and he was being passive aggressive and he's like you have kind of an interesting personality because i was joking with my mom like i was kind of my mom gets a little you know she can be pretty like can i do this so you know i'm making fun picking at her and he's like um you have an interesting personality. He's like, you've got a very unique energy. And I can tell he's being passive aggressive. And my mom goes, you don't know who she is? And I'm like, oh, God, no, oh, no. no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and he goes, who are you? And I was like, no, please, no. And she goes, don't you know the biggest loser? And I thought, imagine what that must sound like. The biggest loser to this guy. Who I'm wearing a t- And I, I was like, oh, no, no. And she's like, let me just brag. I was like, please stop, mom. Stop. And then he goes, and then he's like, oh, I know who you are. And then he goes, weren't you in a lore magazine four years ago? And I was like, what is this guy talking about? He's like, I was in that issue. And I was like, okay. So I leave with my mom. I'm now totally demoralized and humiliated because that's apparently like my, my biography is, don't you know the biggest loser, which is what, you know, (laughs) has been the bane of my existence since, you know, signing on to that show that my name has become synonymous with big loser. So I'm like, all right, so we leave. I'm now feeling like fairly small and so, you know, here we are. I go and I pick up my mom and I'm like, I'm going to take my mom and she needs to take the cat with her. So I've now got my mom, this cat that hates my guts with severe dandruff in a cat carrier. That's a little old lady carrier. So I'm trying to pick up the carrier. My mom won't let me pick up the carrier because it scares the cat. So I have to roll the carrier <laughs> with the cat in it. And my mom's like the cat bag, the cat litter, all this stuff. My mom, people are looking at me rolling this cat right out down the street to the car. And I looked at my mom and I was like, mom, 
I'm too famous for this. I was like, let me send <laughs> Cody, one of my assistants, to come get you. She goes, you don't want to pick up your own mother? Really? And I was oh, like, no. not really. No. <laughs> no. Not when I have to wheel your cat in an old lady carrier down the street. And then we get in my car. And I'm allergic to cats, by the way. And she goes, honey, the cat would be so much happier if we just, we unzipped it. And I go, unzip. You want the cat to free roam around the car? So I go, Mom, she's going to sail through the windshield. No, I trust you. I'm oh. like, Mom, are you serious? And the cat, meow, 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 meow. So I let the cat out of the carrier. My mom is like, you know, she's menopausal, so she's like, it's hot. Turn the air on. I'm hot. So turn the air on. And cat hair and dander is wafting like a cloud all over the car. It's peeling off of this old ass cat. I mean, I'm sneezing. My eyes are running. I could barely drive. And I just was like, I don't understand. Once again, too famous for this. That's what I think. That's what I think. Shouldn't I? I should make Cody do it. But she wouldn't let me. No. And I mean, the poop thing. Uh oh. I just got a message. Call me right away. Hold on. We'll have to come right back. This whole show is just going to be like, why is my life like this? I should be too famous. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, so success. Success. So listen to this. So I bought Heidi a car, and which I'll tell you all about, but we're not going to mention the brand name of the car because I don't want to get sued. And they did the right thing, so I really, really don't want to be a jerk. But I will read you my complaint letter that got me some positive results. Are we ready? Okay, so this is... Right, so just to give a little background. So, yeah. so the 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 Because oh, I'm too famous for this. Cause Listen too, to what happened. too famous, right. For the things that went on okay, in, in said is, car. Okay, yeah. so this is the third thing. I, you were left in the street yeah. waiting for us. Had to clean you poop. Had to clean poop. Um, out of the attic. Out of the attic. Lots of poop. Lots of poop. I had to put a cat in an old lady and carrier. Old and... I wasn't even allowed to carry the cat like yeah, a... Like yeah, a that's like right. A, like a... Healthy third thing, Adult. so third three. But wait till you hear about the car the situation. Situation. So okay. here, so I wrote a complaint letter, okay, and because I had just been, I was through it. I was over it. I was ready to kill myself, the car, and the whole family. I was just done. So that was my emergency phone call, and I just got the results. Oh. So are you ready, dear Blank of North America? As an Angelino and a car connoisseur who spends many hours a year in my vehicle. I endeavored to find a luxury blank that would accommodate my growing family as well as my active lifestyle. I wanted a supreme automotive machine that would drive like it's on rails with unparalleled stealth and agility while still being able to accommodate my two young kids, three dogs, and the family parakeet bonsai. (laughs) (laughs) On my quest to meet all the above requirements in one car, I now know with 100% certainty that I can cross your blank off my list. (laughs) However, all is not lost. While your car has been unable to help me safely and comfortably transport my loved ones and myself throughout the rigors of our daily routine, I can say that there is so much I've gleaned from my brief time at the helm of your vehicle. Let's begin Uh with the purchase price. (laughs) A whopping $143,000. Ow! For a car that can't seem to make it over two weeks without being recalled or breaking down. Now, while you might think this would be upsetting to me, because of this, I subsequently spent many hours in our Jetta that we leased for the nanny. What an incredible lesson in humility, followed by a swift restructuring of my value system. Who spends $143,000 on a car anyway? Only an a-hole. Shame on me. Our trusty $200 a month Volkswagen hasn't let me down once. This faithful steed has shuttled the whole clan around in all types of weather conditions across the battlefield we call Los Angeles without so much as a drop in tire pressure. I can now proudly say that I'm a better person who survived her midlife crisis with an enriched perspective on what really matters in life. But the benefits of my experience in your car don't stop there. Let me take you back to the first time your car almost killed me. I was driving home from work one laid-back spring evening when out of nowhere the brake warning light came on. You might think this is something that could be put off until the next day when it is brought into the shop. Not the case. 
While driving home, I felt the brake pedal press all the way down to the floor mat with absolutely no resistance and absolutely no slowing of our car whatsoever. Air had gotten into the brake line, and all the brake fluid leaked out thanks to a faulty installation of the brake line to the brake caliber. What a thrill! My routine commute suddenly became a death-defying adventure designed to fine-tune my motor skills and transform my mere human reflexes into that of a wild cat. Like a cheetah on the Serengeti stalking its prey, I charged forward upon red lights and fellow commuters with nothing to rely on but my motor neurons as I bobbed and weaved through traffic until the two-ton vehicle finally rolled to a stop. Who cares if I soiled myself? I hadn't felt so alive in ages. Fun! Not long after that incident, the car began to handle as though it was traversing through the Australian outback. A mundane ride to run errands felt like an off-roading experience. Apparently, the air suspension system had gone out, leaving us banging around inside the car like a family of pinballs. Albeit jarring, they say vibration therapy does amazing things for one's circulation. My heart thanks you. (laughs) Then there was the time an electrical fault occurred, causing the battery to die repeatedly leaving us stranded repeatedly. I can't seem to find one sliver of silver lining for this one. This just sucked. But here's something nifty. Did you know your car has an unconventional anti-theft system? The condenser on the 2014 blank air conditioning is defective, causing the growth of some extremely rank mold. This mold has an odor so foul... Again with the smells. Yeah, and I used my same descriptions. This mold has an odor so foul, it must be sensed to be truly comprehended. It's beyond description in words, but I'll take a stab at it. Imagine the stench of raw sewage, skunk, and all the corpses in hell vomiting, married together and streaming through the ducts of our chic ride. Mm-hmm. Terrible. This odor went on for quite some time, because my partner and I kept thinking the other, or one of our beautiful children, had shat themselves, <laughs> or was suffering with an extremely severe intestinal disorder. Out of respect, we didn't mention it until the smell became so noxious, I recommended my partner see a gastroenterologist. Can you believe our surprise when we discovered it was the car? After having this recall fixed, I'll admit to missing the liberation that comes with being able to park absolutely anywhere and leave my doors unlocked with zero concerns of burglary, as no self-respecting carjacker would subject themselves to this cruel, unusual olfactory punishment. Not to worry. However, it promptly broke again and remains unfixed at this very moment, enriching the nasal cavities of your service department. Another highlight was when the automatic braking function malf- wait, the automatic braking feature malfunctioned. Mm-hmm. Think of our elation as we were peacefully cruising along, not another vehicle in sight, when out of nowhere, as a precautionary measure, the car slammed on its own brakes, launching us like rockets towards the windshield. Such a high, like having an e-ticket to your very own roller coaster ride. Who needs the Tower of Terror when you have the 2014 blank? Yes, my four-year-old and my two-year-old were screaming in tears, but so what? Nothing like surviving a mild trauma to build one's character. I could go on and on regaling you with all the incredible, life-changing experiences my family and I have had in your car. But we're all busy people, so I'll leave you with this one. It's my favorite. Before I brought our car into your service department this last time, I utilized it to pick up some groceries. Whilst waiting for a parking spot, I put the car into park and sat idling. Someone did eventually exit the store and offered us their space. As I went to switch the car into reverse, it spontaneously locked up and refused to shift into gear. I tried everything, turning the car off and on, putting the parking brake on and taking it off, reprogramming the radio stations, praying to God. Nothing worked. As the minutes passed, a frustrated crowd began to gather. Why? Because there was nowhere else for them to go. We were blocking the entire lane in and out of the structure. By the way, there's nothing a public figure loves more than inadvertently inciting an angry mob. During this time, a series of faults began to display, uh, sorry, flash in rapid succession on the dash like an emergency broadcast. Adaptive dynamics fault, gearbox fault. The car had gone to DEFCON 1 and was letting us know it had officially declared all-out war upon us. Are you wondering what happened? Well, it it was so eloquently explained to me later... 
Quote, you're going to need to quack this, Janice. Okay. The transmission on the car took a massive shit <laughs> and with only 8,000 or so miles on it. Shocker. In closing, I must say that despite this positive treasury of experiential delights, I really enjoyed the passive-aggressive email correspondence I got from your service advisor, the part where he says, quote, Also, if Jillian has lost faith in the brand, does she still need the loaner car? We're super low on vehicles, and if you don't need it, we could use it back. That was just awesome. Silly me. Did I fail to mention that when we purchased the 2014 blank from your company, it was because we needed a car? It is, in fact, not a sculpture that holds court in our garage in all its glory, but rather a utility vehicle we anticipated using on a regular basis. Don't get me wrong. I'm not entirely unsympathetic. I can only imagine how short you are on loaner cars being deluged with broken down blanks from other unfortunate souls who've bought your cars. But alas, I still need a form of automotive transport. Despite my newfound magic powers of making your car's transmission spontaneously implode, I can't just snap my fingers and teleport myself from location to location. Most companies would be mortified by the horrendous performance and homicidal tendencies your product exemplifies, but not blank. You guys continue to maintain a diluted sense of excellence and utter disdain for your customer that is something to marvel at. Uh, while your car and your company have absolutely taught me patience, it sure would be good of you if you could get back to me within my lifetime on your conclusion on how to handle my current circumstance, as I would like to get the bleep out of this car as soon as possible. Sincerely, Jillian Michaels. Oh. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's good. I know. Yeah, and they said they were going to buy it back. I never, ever win these things. I never, ever get lucky. It's always like, no, you're stuck with it. Figure out what to do. Blah, blah, blah. So Look gonna, at that, They're going to buy it back and replace it or just no, buy it we back? No, we didn't want another one. Heidi was like, no way in hell. We wanted it gone. After it, it slammed on its own brakes on the Pacific Coast Highway, we were done, though. We like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's this about? <laughs> It was why because it has this automatic braking feature, so you can set it so if you get too close to another car, it will break. The problem is there was no car in sight, and it was like, what? It was nutso. Yeah. Oh, that's freaky. Look at see, that. And there, you see now. You, now you're happy. You're a celebrity. Now that's I, a good I don't thing. know. You think that's why they took it back? Because the, for the first couple of months they were like, go and get bleeped. Yeah. And you were a celebrity a couple of months ago. Yeah. I don't know what changed. So obviously, <laughs> I, uh, obviously that piece of prose. How about it? Yeah, yeah. I think you should go to. Uh, I think you should go to school. I should go to your poetry class. Go to my poetry class. See if that teacher doesn't like me. <laughs> she hasn't seen talent yet. That's the problem. How about that beauty? No, but still, beauty. who does this happen to? Really, this is what I mean. This is what I said. I don't think I'm too famous for this. The parking lot thing was amazing. Yeah, that would have been funny. People I were po. They're like, I need to get out. I'm like, I don't know. Did you put did you put your Ellen DeGeneres mask on or something or what did you do? Oh my God, girl! I mean, it was humiliating. It's me, Ellen. Ah, it's me, Ellen. Don't yeah. worry about it. I tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> So listen to this one, Doctors on Demand. This one's actually really, really cool. This is the future of medicine, I'm telling you right now. This company provides video visits with board-certified physicians immediately, by the way, no waiting for appointments, no waiting rooms, from your smartphone or your PC. You get immediate care from awesome doctors who are focused on you and whatever's going on with you, whichever condition you may be struggling with. And here's how the video visit works. Basically, you Skype in, you tell them everything that's going on with you. The copay is 40 bucks. You get an expert in the field. And essentially, when we were away on tour, we had to use the service because Phoenix got an ear infection, which I, after you know knowing him two and a half years, I had a feeling it was an ear infection. But of course, we're nowhere near our physician, our pediatrician in California. So we used the service and within an hour, there was an antibiotic prescription waiting for us, cleared it right up. It's so cool. And basically, you download the app, Doctor On Demand, today. You never know when you might need it. My listeners have a special code. It's Jillian20. And with your first visit, when you register, you get 20 bucks off. So your first visit is only 
$20. You download the app for your iPhone, iPad, or Android, enter the code Jillian20 when you register, and you get 20 bucks off your first visit. And you can also go to DrOnDemand.com. So sample boxes have become the hottest thing lately. And a sample box is, let's say... You get a sample box for your dog and you get cool dog toys and dog treats or a makeup sample box and you get all different kinds of products. Well, Bulu Box is a health box and you get all kinds of healthy snacks and supplements that you can try and see if you like it. It's the bomb. And here's the deal. For every $10 box that you get, you can get $10 back in reward points. So that means you get $10 to spend towards full-size purchases of your newfound healthy products. It's a killer service. I absolutely love it. And I discover new things in my little box that I love every month, whether it's new protein powders or natural supplements for hair, nails, and skin. You name it, they've got it in there. Bulu Box is offering you a chance to get your first box absolutely free. All you've got to do is enter the promo code, which is my name, Jillian, J-I-L-L-I-A-N, and you just go to BuluBox.com, and that's B-U-L-U-B-O-X, that's C-O-M, You click on the microphone in the top left corner and you enter the promo code, my name, Jillian. That's all you got to do. So here's to you discovering a healthier you. That gum sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have an email question all the way from Christchurch, New Zealand. Oh, you know they had the earthquake a couple of years ago. That's right. I knew I recognized the name. That's yep. right. Mm-hmm. A bad one. Uh-huh. I was there. <gasps> Not in Christchurch. I was in New Zealand, poor guys. That was really? a big deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's right, too. I don't know why I bring that up. Well, hi, Jillian and Janet. 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 Are you Janet? Janet today. McJanet. McJanet. McManet. I love, love, love the podcast and release regularly from Christchurch, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. I have a question I hope you can help me with. Mm -hmm. I run regularly Do Burlesque, which I love, and also Zumba. Uh, At the moment, my partner and I are trying to have a baby, and I wonder if any of these exercises can be damaging in any way. In Burlesque, we do quite a lot of stomach crunches, etc., and I'm not sure what you can or can't do. Thanks for your help. Laura. I'm actually working on a whole book uh, on this right now, so I have the answer. Uh, It's uh, it's called Hot Mom, Healthy Baby. That's our working title. And it kind of covers getting pregnant all three trimesters and then, of course, post-baby. So fitness is actually great for getting pregnant, being healthy, being at a healthy weight. It shows that women that work out three to five times a week for 30 to 45 minutes up to an hour have a better chance of being pregnant and if you're overweight it can decrease your chances of pregnancy however if you are an extreme athlete if you're overtraining, if you're working out six times a week for an hour for 90 minutes it can decrease your chances of getting pregnant and the theory behind this is that the body doesn't want to get pregnant when it's stressed out so if you're working out extremely intensely very, very often, then it releases too much cortisol and the body is perceiving that it's in a constant state of stress and it makes oh, you less likely to get pregnant. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, there have been other studies. Uh, again, if you're like an extreme athlete and you get too thin and your body fat's too low, you'll you'll stop getting your period. Amenorrhea. I was just mm-hmm. going to ask you if that's connected with amenorrhea. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. So wow. uh, the body physically is is not capable of doesn't have the fat reserves to yeah. provide for a child. So the body that's the body's mm-hmm. isn't that interesting. So if if you're like uh, it's certainly not a time to do marathon training. Yeah. But Zumba, burlesque, burlesque crunching, they get kind of foxy though. You don't have to worry about crunches until literally like the second trimester. Yeah, and that's that's a whole nother yeah. So when you're trying to get no, pregnant, not an issue at all. We we went through something with, uh, oi, I um someone I knew who was pregnant, and I was trying to tell her I was like, you gotta work out, you gotta take care of yourself, you know, you gotta exercise during the pregnancy. And she said, I'm afraid my she was just newly pregnant. I'm afraid my baby will fall out. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna. <laughs> 
I didn't want to be a bitch, right? Because I didn't yeah. want, I was like, obviously she's feeling insecure. Don't be a jerk. And I just, I was like, sweetie, a healthy pregnancy, this is not going to happen. Because she like detach. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think, by the way, she's the only woman that's felt that way. Yeah, I'm sure. I think there's a lot of fear about that. Like, oh my God. And with that said, if you are doing um, like in vitro or IUI, uh, then they will tell you that when they uh, put the fertilized egg into your uterus, they will want you on bed rest for three days. But that's a very different kind of animal. So if you're doing something like IUI or in vitro, the doctors are going to say, hey, you know, lie on your back for three days so the embryo can attach. They will tell you that. But it's, this is an extreme case. Many women get pregnant and they have no idea, by the way, that they're pregnant and they're That's running true. around, you know, doing their usual stuff. And as long as you're not in, into any sort of extreme fitness, that will uh, hurt your chances of becoming pregnant. But it doesn't sound like she is. But if you do a lot of burlesque when you're pregnant, apparently the baby's born with glitter on the forehead. <laughs> Well, that's a stripper. Never mind. Okay. Um, are you ready? <laughs> don't you get it? You know? I don't think it's funny. I don't know. I've never seen a stripper with glitter on her head. I worked with a girl once and she said... If you said, said pasties, I might have thought that was funnier. Glitter. The stripper, the glitter. There's glitter down in the area. Isn't there? Huh? No. Yeah, it, so it's glittery. No. Yes. No. Be, Jillian, I know this for a fact. I worked no. with a girl, and no. her husband went out on a stag. They were going to get married. The husband went on a stag, and he came home from the stag, and he had glitter on his forehead. She wouldn't marry him for eight months till he got checked out. Had glitter on his forehead, so you know what that means. Oh, I I'm don't, actually. He was... She... But, but this... <laughs> I know what you're saying. That's right. Why does Autumn know what I'm saying? Well, Michael's looking at me through the window. Do you know what it takes to get glitter on your forehead? He had glitter on his forehead. He went to a stag where the strippers came to the house or whatever. But. Well, I don't know where the glitter was. And the girl I worked with didn't want to know where the glitter was either. And she wouldn't marry him. She called off the wedding for eight months. That's what men do. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know how I got on this. Oh, yeah, because I was the burlesque boom chicka, boom I just chicka, think boom, ladies boom, boom. need to accept, look, I never think it's okay to cheat on someone, but let's be honest, men will be men. They're going to go to stag. If, that's just what, it doesn't mean they don't love you. I don't know. I don't know if I'm unsympathetic. I, I don't know. Or Again, you could be, I, I don't have a boyfriend in my life, obviously, so I don't, I guess I don't know how I would feel about it, but I just know a lot of men and I know that it doesn't mean they don't love their wife. Well... I mean, look, if it's unhealthy, they're spending all their money at strip bars, but it was the guy's bachelor party. Well, I went to John Carlo's bachelor party and promptly left. <laughs> Holy <laughs> first look at Woof. I was like, gee, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. I could see the headlines. Yeah. Nope. Out of there. Yeah. No way. But that's what they do. Oh, all right. Okay, I'm going to throw it. I got a quick more, uh, another email question. I'm going to throw it at you right now. Yeah. Hi, Jillian. Yeah. I'm Julia. Lately, oh. I've noticed when I eat, I get very bloated. Hmm. I'm fairly thin, and it's been over six months that I've noticed it, but I practically live off of seaweed, celery, and almond milk. She doesn't hate, she hates junk food. I exercise a few times a day. I'm wondering if my diet, or maybe there's some exercises to help. It's a strange to wake up in the morning with nice to find abs, and once I eat something, I get bloated. Well, I wish we could talk to her to see if she's changed her diet, because there could be something she's allergic to. Oh, really? Yeah. It could be a food that she's allergic to that's causing that. So the, the question is if she's changed her diet. Huh. So, you know, and it, it could be that she needs digestive enzymes. It could be that she needs um, probiotics. It could be that she's allergic to a food. I mean, there's no way to diagnose it. But I, I would, and we're not gastroenterologists, but I, I would simply say, A, is there a change in your diet? Because if there is, then the thing is to start pulling everything out and then slowly adding it back in. This is the kind of rule of thumb. And then C... Okay, I took it all out. Oh, I added the seaweed back in, and then I woke up bloated. That's it. And you cut it out. Right. Um, but if it's not that, and your diet has been consistent, and it's been the same, and all of a sudden you're having you know, gastro issues, you, you go see a, gastroenterolo- a gast- that, that, that gastroenterologist, I believe, 
and you you have them run a battery of tests because it could be anything. Have you ever it could be anything that you've been blow you get blown? I have a pretty cast iron stomach, man. Really? Yeah, I get sick. I get a lung infections like no one's business. Although ever since I started like really supplementing, it did. St- I haven't been sick in quite a while. Uh, but I used to get lung infections a lot because once you get pneumonia, you're always prone to pneumonia. Yeah. Um, but true. like I, I got a pretty tough stomach. I don't really have any digestive issues. I'm lucky, but it could be, you know, it could be IBS. It could be candida. It could be Crohn's. It could be a food allergy. It could be a million different things. Okay. Um, so if I would just simply say, if all of a sudden you're noticing a difference, is it something that you've added in? Like with my kids, we always give them either coconut milk or almond milk. We just, for some reason, don't give them dairy. And, uh, I took Lou to Starbucks and, you know, I thought, all right, there was like an organic vanilla milk. And of course, you know, it's pure sugar, but I was like, well, it's organic. It's a special little treat. Right. Why not? I figured it was like having, letting her have a milkshake, you know, an organic milkshake. And oh my God, that kid was passing, woo, gas, like, it was awful. And I, you know, we were like, what the heck? And it's like, so one other time and we finally put it together that she's mildly lactose intolerant. And it's because we don't give her, she doesn't get a ton of dairy. She uh, eats like goat cheese and organic yogurt, but like the milk, something about that milk was woof, no good. And Phoenix was allergic to teriyaki sauce. He would break into a rash. And again, we had to like figure it out. And it's the, t- we <laughs> to pull everything out. And it's the teriyaki sauce. But that's how true is that, though, for her to, to figure out? You're right. If she's it's celery, kale, or, or seaweed, or whatever, you're right. Take it take it all out and add it back in. Yeah. Yeah. That's that the best sense. way. And if it's still there, you got to go see somebody. <sighs> Very good. Well, mm-hmm. you're free. I, I wish people could see this dance you're doing right now. This is called the get it on down. Get it on down. Old gal. This is old gal, old school. That's what we do back in the old days. You got to kind of snap it. It's like the white man's overbite <laughs> and the 80s sidestep. The 80s sidestep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Ooh, that is enough to scare me out of here. All right. Goodbye. See you next time. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving I've friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. <laughs>